0: Well, Senator McCain, who some are calling Senator McCrazy, Senator McCain is uh, is back. He's sucking up to the drive-by media and taking cheap shots at President Bush. He was in Ohio yesterday campaigning for and with. Senator Mike DeWine said this at a news conference.
1: I think one of the biggest mistakes we made was underestimating the size of the task and the sacrifice that would be required. Stuff happens, uh, mission accomplished, last throws, few dead enders. Uh, I'm as more familiar with those statements than anyone else because it grieves me so much that we have not... Uh, told the American people how tough and difficult this task uh, would be.
0: Uh, I'm going to go back. I have a quote here from President Bush on April 28th of 2003. May may I I read that uh, quote to you? Iraq can be an example of peace and prosperity and freedom to the entire Middle East. It will be a hard journey, but at every step of the way, Iraq will have a steady friend in the American people. Uh, I'm not, I, I am not aware of, of the president—well, I, I, I'm not aware of myself ever thinking this was going to be a cakewalk. Uh, and I'm, I'm not aware of the administration making the case. I think that mission accomplished banner on board the aircraft carrier, uh, you know, some could say that was misleading. Uh, but the mission at that time was accomplished. That was getting rid of Saddam, the, the war in Iraq— actually was quite successful and didn't take very long. It is the aftermath, the quest for peace, so to speak... Uh, that uh, is taking a long time. I don't think the president misled anybody about it. Anyway, here is what McCain wanted. He wanted coverage on all the evening news, the cable channels, drive-by media, adulation. McCain, 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 McCain. And he got it. Here's a montage. Senator McCain says that the administration misled the public about the war, led the public to think it would be a day at the beach.
1: War of words. Senator John McCain comes out swinging, accusing the president of misleading the American people making them think kind of it would be day. some kind of day at the beach, tough talk.
0: McCain ripped into the administration for painting too rosy a picture and trying to lead the American people into believing the war was some kind of day at the beach.
1: President Bush faces tough criticism, and this comes from a key supporter, Republican Senator John McCain. McCain blamed the Bush administration for leading the American people to believe the war in Iraq would be a day at the beach. Senator John McCain is turning up the volume on his criticism of the war in Iraq. McCain blasted top Bush officials for painting too rosy a picture in the war. Tough talk. One very prominent member of the GOP. Strong words from John McCain. John McCain has not simply been a cheerleader.
0: He has told people a lot more of the truth.
1: Senator John McCain hit the administration hard. hard. Could it be a revival of the Straight Talk oh, Express? Oh,
0: that was, uh, that was our old friend Claire Shipman at ABC panting away. Ha, 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 are we going to get the Straight Talk Express back? This is why Senator McCain is going to have trouble in the Republican primaries. He is appealing to the, um, uh, the base instincts of the drive-by media. The Republican primary voters have no love for the drive-by media. Anybody pandering to the drive-by media is not somebody the Republican base is going to be excited about. Then you add to that the fact that McCain, in pandering to the drive-by media, had to go out and attack the administration on an area in which the administration shows its strongest suit. The American people are behind—well, the the Republican base, let's just stick with them— uh, very much behind the president in this whole effort. In fact, USA Today had this poll out yesterday, and it confirmed something that I've been th- thinking about for the longest time. The poll has his approval rating back up to 42%. And the uh, <coughs> excuse me, according to the poll, the reason that the uh, uh, approval number was up is is that uh, the uh, uh, American people loved the response to recent acts, or attempted acts, of terrorism. Uh, illustrating one of my uh, theories that over the course of these recent months where his approval numbers have been in the mid to high 30s, uh, it's not because people disapprove per se of the way Bush is doing this or doing that. It's because they wish people would, uh, Republicans anyway, in the poll, wish he would do more, project U.S. power, go in and kick butt and show the world what we're capable of and end this thing with a stunning victory. And with the polls shooting up to over 40%, 42% in USA Today, uh, I think that view tends to be validated. Now, in all fairness, uh, and I want to mention this to you in uh, in conjunction with Senator McCain's pandering to the drive-by media and criticizing this administration for its words about the war in Iraq, ABC last night had a very rare positive report. On ABC's World News Tonight, Charles Gibson reported encouraging news from Baghdad. The decision was made to redeploy thousands of U.S. troops from the Baghdad area from other areas of Iraq to secure the city and reduce the number of daily attacks. Well, the numbers are preliminary, but it seems to be working. After two weeks, Iraqi authorities say that the number of violent attacks has gone down by 30%. ABC reporters said, by saturating some of the most dangerous neighborhoods, they have reduced violence across Baghdad by almost a third. U.S. figures calculated differently show a 22% drop. Either way, the Americans are fired up. And they quote Lieutenant Patrick Patterson of the 114th Cavalry, who says, yeah, it's been great. We got a lot of smiles. We got a lot of waves. Still, despite the positive tone, ABC's McCarthy concluded, hope has often gone sour in Iraq if they can't make their own peace America's success in Baghdad could quickly be reversed. Well, that's the new—not new. That's the formulaic balance that the media has to put in there. Get all kinds of great news, but but just so we're fair, it could all go to hell in a handbasket in the next five minutes. So on the day Senator McCain goes out and uh, and is critical in order to get this this loving slavish. Attention from the drive-by media, the news out of Iraq, pretty good. That's almost the same kind of thing it happens with Democrats, opening a nore right into their noses and so forth. Uh, and this, as I say, <clears throat> was reported on ABC's World News Tonight last night. Amy, Louisville, open line Friday on Wednesday. Hello.
1: Hi, Rush. Megaditos from another Rush baby. Thank you. Um, and I just had a comment, a uh, quick comment on Senator McCain, what he said. Um, I'm a military wife, and my husband went over to Iraq as soon as the war ended, as soon as Saddam fell. And um, I don't feel misled at all. Uh, he told me, my husband told me before he went over there that this would be the hard part, um, not the actual war itself, but the stabilization. Yep. And um, I personally have not heard any, uh, President Bush say anything, but it's going to be a tough road. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, look, the, the Libs are something trying to make a big case out of this. Uh, uh, Bush lied. You know, the, the theme is Bush lied. So when you have the banner that says mission accomplished, Bush lied. Uh, when Cheney says uh, the insurgency is in its last throes, Cheney lied. Um, what, what, what's, uh, you know, what, what's continually troubling about this is Senator McCain's pandering to the drive-by media at the expense of his own party. Uh, And his own president. On the one hand, he's very supportive of the president, very supportive of the war. On the other hand, he thinks Rumsfeld ought to go. Because that fits and dovetails right with where the drive-by media is on Rumsfeld. To come out and say that the American people were misled on this, why don't you tell us this at the beginning, Senator? Why did not you come—when the president said what he said or said what you thought he said or, or when, when, when Cheney said what he said, why didn't you stop what you were doing and stand up and say, wait a minute, I don't think this is right. The American people need to be told something else. Why didn't you—you you come in after the fact— with armchair quarterbacking in twenty twenty hindsight, like anybody can do. But we played for you the montage there, folks, of all the coverage McCain got and that's what he was angling for. And if he thinks if he thinks that this is gonna help him with the uh, Republican base, I'm mean, he's sadly, sadly mistaken. Marty in Washington, you're next. And nice to have you on the program. Oh thanks, Russ. pleasure. Listen,
1: uh everything you're saying about McCain is right. He was a complete jerk and an idiot for saying what he did, when he did. But, you know, now that the elephant's on the table, I have felt this way for a long time. I mean, since I saw those buildings, you know, five years ago go down on the TV set, is it? I did not understand why in the ensuing days and in the past five years. The president hasn't beat the living daylights out of this to tell people this is going to be hard. It just hasn't come across, and, and, and I don't know if the fault is, I think it is to a great degree, or certainly, as you point out, the media, traditional media has got its own template on this thing, but I mean, this is why Democrats are so much smarter than Republicans, their PR thing, they always prepare you for the worst. This is going to have to be a horrible sacrifice, and and if... If Bush had done that when he had the uh, the political capital five years in the last five years and just hammered hammered that home over and over again, and how desperately we need for our security to have a democracy in Iraq, he I don't think he'd be having the poll numbers that, that he does. Uh, and, and and I again, you know, McCain was an idiot for doing it, but he, he's just saying something that every probably everybody in the Republican Party knows.
0: Well, uh, I think. My memory is that when it comes to the entire uh, war on terror, uh, which I've always considered Iraq to be part of, I think the president has gone out of the way to talk about how long this is going to take, that it's going to go on longer than his administration. Now, if you separate the two and think Iraq is different, which is what what, uh, many of the president's opponents do, and say it's just an isolated little campaign over there that has no relationship to the war on terror... Uh, then you could say, yeah, you know, the president has come out and specifically said he has a couple times. I gave you one quote from two thousand three when he said it's going to be hard. It's not that he hasn't said it. Your point is he hasn't said it enough. Um, uh, you know, it's it's arguable. You talk about the Democrats having great PR by telling people how rotten things are going to be. I don't know that that's great PR. I don't think it's, uh, you know, a great way to boost morale of the uh, fighting forces that are over there at the same time.
1: Well, that's just it. He's he's been great as far as boosting the morale of the troops, and maybe that's because he's too good of a commander-in-chief. But on the other hand, the downside of that is, you know darn well, when it drags on, then the public back at home, the the, the upbeat messages just aren't in sync with what's going on. And I I just, you know, it's it's, it's a problem. He's too principled of a man to engage in these... Democratic PR things that they always seem to win, and now we're paying the price. We're going to pay the price.
0: Um. Well, are they winning? On what basis are you saying they're winning? Polling data.
1: Well, I'm just just polling data. That's all. Yeah, I, I'm
0: I, wait till November uh, to see if they're winning. I I I, I reject that. I don't think they're winning. I think that is part of the mindset that many conservatives had. That for forty years the Democrats always seem to be outsmarting us. They always seem to be a couple steps ahead of us. Their PR always seemed to be brilliant and coordinated and organized. Uh, I I I I think they're not winning elections these days. They're in they're they're, they're that party is falling apart, whether anybody wants to admit it or not. The Democrat Party is falling apart. The idea that uh, Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi and John Kerry and Jack Murtha represent a brilliant PR campaign and team, I just – I reject that, and I don't fall prey to that. Now, one thing I do want to talk about, though, before you go, and that is you you wish the president had uh, come out more often – and, uh, and more forcefully reminding the American people this is a worthy cause, and here's what we're doing. This is why it's going to take a long time. We can't level the country because we're trying to establish a beacon of democracy there. We need to show the Iraqi people that we have nothing against them. We're not going to blow up their buildings. We're not going to blow up their schools. We're not going to level the country. Um, uh, and, and thus, it's going to take a long time. We're battling a number of insurgencies and so forth, terrorist actions, uh, and it's a new kind of warfare. I would love for that to have happened as well. But more than that... I would have loved a really true American projection of power. Had there been a true American projection of power, had there really been shock and awe, I think the American people would have a little bit more understanding or patience for this than apparently the polls uh, say that they have. I'm glad you called, Marty. Thanks much.